Do you prefer convenience or happiness? You may be thinking both, but the reality is our long-term happiness and satisfaction usually requires a long series of inconveniences. In this episode, I'm making a case for why you actually want to be inconvenienced a lot more. Hello, I'm Jody Flynn, and welcome to the Women Taking the Lead podcast. I'm an executive leadership coach, author, speaker, workshop facilitator, and I have the joy to work with women leaders who want to hone the skills that will allow them to thrive in senior leadership. I know I've met a woman I'd love to work with when we start having a few laughs about our tendencies towards perfectionism and people-pleasing. I have been living in Maine for the past 18 years, but I'm currently in Massachusetts staying with family while I prepare to make my final move to Virginia. Thanks to the beauty of technology, I've been able to continue to work with women all over the world, even in the midst of so much movement and transition. I do individual coaching as well as workshops and team retreats, and I am the current president of the board for the Maine Women's Conference. I spend the free time I have catching up with friends and family, coordinating my move to Virginia, and finding calm by watching The Great British Baking Show. So good. If you haven't watched it, you have got to check it out. If you spend any time with teenagers and young adults, you've probably witnessed many occasions where they choose the short-term pleasure or convenience over the long-term gain. Currently living in a home with a nine-year-old, a 13-year-old, and a 19-year-old, I am treated to many conversations and behaviors around this very topic. I've also had a very direct conversation with my 21-year-old nephew about this. We're always faced with things, great and small, that we'd rather not have to do. But if we want to reach our goals and find satisfaction and fulfillment, the things that truly make us happy, we have to make some sacrifices. We have to be willing to be inconvenienced. You might be thinking, Jody, why are you taking a podcast episode to talk about this? I already know this. I absolutely know that you know this. What I would ask you is, how closely are you living this? When working with my clients, we make the distinction between what we know and what we believe. Sometimes we hear an idea or theory and think, that sounds about right. That makes sense to me. And if there is some science to back it up, we then consider ourselves to, and I'm putting in air quotes, know it. There's the saying, knowledge is power, but that's not exactly true. Knowledge is potential power. Applied knowledge is power. If you are making the sacrifices necessary to achieve satisfaction and fulfillment in your life, great. If not, and you can see some areas where there could be some improvement, use this episode as a gentle reminder. Though we may know something, it's often helpful to have reminders to live what we know. Here are some examples of the short-term sacrifices or inconveniences I invite you to make so you can live a life that brings you satisfaction and fulfillment. Have those hard conversations in a timely manner. You may put off a hard conversation because you don't want to rock the boat. You want to maintain harmony and bringing something up for discussion will cause upset. That's not harmony. <laughs> That's false harmony. What you have is something fake, 
versus real connection. Yes, sometimes people get upset when they are held accountable. There are ways to have a conversation that doesn't put the other person on such a defensive, it turns into an argument. And if you struggle with this and need some support, this is something you and I can work on together. Remember, if you are not calling out behavior that doesn't work for you, and you are not setting and protecting healthy boundaries, it will prevent you from feeling truly happy. At best, you'll describe your life as okay or fine, and you deserve more than that. Another short-term inconvenience is working that little bit extra to stay on top of what's going on. There are always times in our lives, in our work, that we have spikes of activity, And there is more to do to stay on top of everything. This is normal, right? There are peaks and valleys to our activity. While having a life that works and allows for free time, rest, and recovery is important, absolutely. Recognize that to truly be fulfilled and satisfied, you'll have to ride those turbulent times. You may even enjoy the change of pace for a short while, and then you'll truly enjoy your downtime. If it becomes too much or goes on too long, you may need to evaluate your current commitments and obligations to decide what you need to let go of. Again, if this is something you need help with, I have a process in my coaching system where we'll take a look at your values, your goals, and the lifestyle you wanna be living to make sure what you're involved in is in alignment with all of those things. Now this segues nicely to another short-term inconvenience for long-term gain, and I believe this one will resonate with most of you. Saying no, even though it's uncomfortable and awkward in the moment. So you're not investing endless hours later doing something that is not in alignment with your goals or your values. If you have a tendency towards people-pleasing, this is probably your biggest downfall. You hate to be unhelpful or let anyone down, so you say yes to too many things until you're exhausted and have to completely clear your schedule for your own survival. What I've come to learn is that saying no to things you don't really have the time for or you're not that interested in is actually a gift to the other person. They can move on to get the help from someone who has the bandwidth and is 100% happy to help. If you're saying yes, because you don't want to say no, you're doing it for all the wrong reasons. The last example of an inconvenience I'm going to mention in this episode, though there are many I could give, is one that will sound counterintuitive, but I've got a case I'm going to make. There are times that you will need to sacrifice that next opportunity so you can take some time away to rest, recuperate, and get back to yourself. This isn't advice you typically hear out there, but you are not typical. And the sooner you accept that, the better it will go for you, your wellness, and your long-term goals. The women in my community tend to be driven, ambitious, want to change the world or at least my corner of the world kind of women. You don't need the whip cracked over your head because you're probably already at capacity, over capacity, or about to be in that condition. Opportunities, making a difference, and making progress gets you fired up, while wasted time and going nowhere drives you crazy. These are all forces for good if channeled well. However, 
As human beings, we all require rest and periods of reflection. It's how we process our experiences and come back stronger. You may have amazing dreams and big goals, but if you do not make the sacrifice of putting it on hold from time to time so you can take care of your overall well-being, you're going to putter out. That's putting it gently because your body has ways of making you stop. If you don't voluntarily, do it on occasion. And I assure you when that happens, it will be incredibly inconvenient. Do yourself, your body, and your goals a favor and sacrifice some short-term progress for long-term gains. Making these sacrifices can be difficult, so I want to offer you some tips to make it easier for you. First, change your perception. Rather than focusing on the short-term inconvenience or costs, focus on the long-term payoff. If we focus too much on what we dread about a hard conversation, we'll convince ourselves that it's not worth it. But that's a misperception. Correct your perception by taking a longer view. How will the next days, weeks, months, and years look if this issue keeps reappearing? When you are trying to decide if and when to have that hard conversation, imagine what life will look like after you've addressed your issue or your concern. If you no longer had to concern yourself with this, what could you move on to and put your energy and attention to? In regard to working a little bit extra to get through those peak times of the year or in your work, focus on the light at the end of the tunnel and know exactly when that will arrive. For instance, If tax season is your busy time, plan a vacation for just after so you have something on the calendar that declares when the busy time is over. This also gives you something to look forward to, something you can think of as a reward for putting in all those extra hours. If it's the winter holidays that becomes your peak season, and for many of us it does, Maybe block your personal calendar the first couple of weeks of the new year in which you stay clear of any extra projects or activities that don't revitalize you. The vacation and the time blocked on your calendar acts as a set expectation for yourself and others that you are unavailable. For the calendar, you may need to communicate your hiatus to friends and family, a simple Hey, this year has been a lot, and as a part of my strategy to stay happy and healthy, I'm going to go dark for a couple of weeks in January. I'll be happy to reconnect and make plans mid-January, and I hope you are doing something kind for yourself as well. To help you say no to things that don't work for you, I have a few suggestions. One, decide now what your availability is and what you are willing and able to give. Two, Prevent saying yes as a knee-jerk reaction. Get into the habit of saying, let me think about it. It sends a message to the other person that you're willing to consider their requests, but doesn't commit you to anything. Last, have a templated soft no response ready to go at all times. The soft no looks like, for example, thank you for thinking of me. Unfortunately, I'm you know, already overcommitted taking a break, going in a different direction, what have you, and we'll have to decline, right? So you're just expressing you're happy they thought of you, but you have something else 
that is getting in the way. So you're going to have to say no. You know, it's a very soft, gentle way and leaves the other person seen, heard, acknowledged and appreciated. As for skipping an opportunity to get some rest, again, look to the long-term gains of being at your best when you're working. Remember, you are worth feeling rested, strong, and clear on your direction. Question whether the next opportunity is really something that will be advantageous to you. I love the quote, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Also, If you think you can't take time off because you're so busy, ask yourself the question, busy doing what, right? Those activities that are keeping you busy, are they so important that you can't put them aside for a short time while you take care of yourself? I've rarely found some activity to be so crucial to me or my loved one's survival that it can't wait until I get back. This is another suggestion that is asking you to change your perspective on the situation. If it is that critical and you cannot step away at this time, do some inquiry as to when you can. Again, having something to look forward to can make the short-term inconveniences bearable. It's not convenient to make sacrifices, but there are huge payoffs to be gained in the long run. I love the expression, do something your future self will thank you for. We're not in it for the short-term superficial pleasures. We're in it for a deeply satisfying and fulfilling life. That takes sacrifice and being willing to deal with inconveniences. If you're looking for more resources to help you with your leadership and personal development, I want you to check out Accomplished, How to Go from Dreaming to Doing in Amazon. This is a do-it-yourself coaching program, and you can purchase it in multiple versions, soft cover, Kindle, or audiobook format. And that is available again in Amazon, and the audiobook format is available in Audible. And as always, I hope this was of value to you, and here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.